high minimal moves. Okay, I need to kind of stop doing this because so in exciting news, my mic arrived. Um, the bad well, it's not really like a bad news. Um, I'm really glad that it arrived so quickly. Um, and it's a I don't know what brand. It was relatively highly rated and was more on the affordable end. It was also a gift. Um, and I love it when that happens when it's like. Um, on sale and it's also a gift and it's also practical it's like the minimalist dream gift I think at least in my head um, but anyway so that's great um, the downside is I still haven't really mustered the time and devotion to set it up and I realize it's probably not all that complicated um, but I do need to test it because I do know how iPhone recordings work now and like what distance I should talk at you know if I can have my hair in between, um, yeah, I don't know, like, it's, it's just a couple of things to figure out, so I haven't quite set it up yet, um, and I've already also pre-recorded most of my episodes going forward for a little bit, so I apologize, it will still be iPhone quality, um, but hopefully the content is meaningful for you nonetheless, and I will be transitioning to the mic setup, um, for my, other podcasts, um, if you don't know, I have uh, two podcasts. So there's this one that I do on my own that I talk about minimalism on. And the other one, I ta- um, co-run with my friend, um, Henry, and we talk about being international. We chat with various international and otherwise folks about things that would be relevant to international student circumstances. Anything from technicalities in the CPT-OPT to cultural differences to like getting recruited in tech anything really um so that's why i got this mic was because it's useful for both but today so this was not a scheduled episode but i kind of got inspired by someone who just was talking about um their christmas tree and if you've noticed um if you watch youtube at all you might have seen a couple of vlog messes around i feel like people are very aware that a lot of or like creators are aware that a lot of consumers in terms of content are at home um, and aren't really able to celebrate Christmas in conventional ways. So they're realizing that there is a lot of appetite for Vlogmas, um, I think. And um, I've been enjoying a couple as well. I'm a huge, if you don't know me in real life, um, I'm a very much a Christmas fanatic, you could say. Um, Christmas music all year round. Uh, I don't really have like an ugly sweater or anything. I don't have a Christmas tree because I'm in a college dorm setting. Um, I had a ceramic Christmas tree that was a candle holder, but it broke and I'm very sad, but I'm trying not to replace it. But I did want to talk about like, what do you do when there's something you want um, and you either don't have the means to pick it up or it doesn't make practical sense or you're trying to minimize your life and you don't think that it fits within that scheme. So what do you do? Because I think Christmas decor, Christmas ornaments, Christmas anything, like a wreath, like anything I would love, I would love. But um, I'm thinking through my circumstance and I might in the end wind up picking it up. But still, I thought it might be interesting to kind of talk through how I sort of navigate that, like what it's not it's not exactly me saying no to myself. That's not exactly how I do it. Um, So I kind of wanted to share that and see what you all thought. Um, so what I do first of all is to, well, duh, but acknowledge it as in this is a want or need or whatever it is. In this case, um, I probably should stop talking about Christmas at this rate because I've talked about it (laughs) in every other episode, if not more. Um, but 
Um, it's kind of an easy one. So let's say I want a Christmas ornament, or I want actually, let's say I want a tabletop Christmas tree.、Um, and I say that because if it were that I wanted a real full body Christmas tree, that's kind of something that's easy for me to stay off, stave off、um, and sort of dismiss as not practical because. I mean, it's not. I live in a college shared apartment.、Um, I, don't, I have actually a decent amount of space for a college shared setup, but still, it doesn't really justify having that kind of、um, tree. If it's real, that also makes ex- extra no sense because I don't really、um, have the mechanism to honestly clean after a real tree.、Um, as in, I have a very feeble vacuum that is shared with my housemates. And I try not to use it. I have my makeshift Swiffer that I've talked about on this ep-、uh, podcast before,、um, but I try to use that instead so I'm not like clogging up the、um, vacuum cleaner as well、um, because I have long hair and I know that that can be a little bit tricky for weaker、um, vacuum cleaners. So I try to stay off of that.、Um, So, a、uh, big tree would be impractical, therefore, it would be easy to convince myself to not go for it. However, the problem with little trees is that, you know, it checks the boxes. Like, it's fairly compact. It's probably, I'm sure I could find something that's fairly affordable.、Um, the other day, when my candle holder Christmas tree broke, I was very sad. So, I kind of went and looked at a couple online options that are more durable. And I found this one that's, I think, metal, like some form of lighter metal.、Um, and it's Not too expensive, and it's like a tea tree or a tea candle holder, and it's beautiful.、Um, so let's, let's think about that. Like, what do you do when it sparks joy, when it's fairly compact, fairly financially feasible,、um, but you still think that you shouldn't have it? So, my first thought process is like, what really thinking through what purpose this serves? So, I in that like candle holder Christmas tree scenario. Um, I thought through what will this do for me?、Um, primary, oh, sorry, primarily, I'm thinking about the winter break when I'm here and not too many people are around. Maybe I'll be feeling cold. So, usually for me, at least, I don't know if this is a shared experience, but being cold, being lonely, and being hungry, those things are all very correlated for me. So, they all happen at the same time, or I'm Like, not lonely, and I'm happy and full, and I'm warm. Like, it's kind of that's kind of how it works for me.、Um, I'm a very basic human being in every sense of the word. But,、um, and so I figured having like a nice candle like that will both provide literal warmth and、uh, psychological warmth. It won't feed me, but it would help address two of the three、uh, compilation of problems, I guess, that I can have.、Um, and I thought that that would be. It definitely sparks joy because I love Christmas and everything having to do with it.、Um, and so I kind of thought about it.、Um, it seemed like an enticing option,、um, but I have not yet, and I still might go for it or go for something like it because I love it so much.、Um, but the reason why I haven't picked it up yet was because so I thought about the purpose, what it serves. It seems like a reasonable choice at that point.、Um, and then I moved on to then kind of thinking through okay, where will this fit in in my space? And I'm kind of currently facing, so I have like two little desk setups. I'm sure I've talked about this before as well in my verbal room tour, sort of.、Um, but I have like a main desk and I have a little side desk.、Um, and this is because I will just explain because this does not seem very minimalist. They're kind of shaped in like a little L.、Um, and I have these two because I purchased a smaller one. 
with another person who was living in this room in the semester that I wasn't last year. She was someone who worked from her room a lot, um, so she decided that she wanted to make a bigger investment, um, and she was kind enough to leave both, um, and the semester has been fantastic because now I finally spend time in my room when in the past I never would have imagined spending the majority of my day in my room um, and it's been very helpful just because of the pandemic and it's just easier if I can do work and participate in meetings without wearing a mask and I can do that in my room whereas I can't out in study spaces so that's what I've been doing unfortunate thing is that it's very close to my bed so that's very tempting to take a nap or just relax um, but it's been the two desk system has been fantastic and if you have two desks I would highly recommend you to use them although I don't think I would like recommend people to go out of their way and purchase a second one if you don't urgently need one um, just because it can allow for more clutter on your desk space okay this may seem like a side check but I swear this is relevant and the reason why this is relevant is because so for that Christmas tree, I was thinking of what surface to put it on. And the reason why the ceramic one broke in the first place, and don't worry, the fire wasn't on, it was extinguished, um, and I was just walking by in the morning in a hurry, kind of, but fairly slowly as well. Because of my L-shaped desk, everything kind of isn't everything everyone's way, basically. Um, and I mean, I don't share the room with anyone, so normally it's not really a problem, but I, I think part of my jacket or something got tugged on the... Uh, Christmas tree, um, the ceramic Christmas tree, and I saw the Christmas tree fall right in front of my eyes, and that was just very sad. Um, also, because I have a tilted floor. Uh, pro tip if you live in Medford um, or Somerville, um, oh, that kind of gives away where I go, doesn't it? Well, I guess it's fine. I don't know. Um, but please, if you're a college age student, be careful when you're picking an apartment um check and I mean it's fine like it doesn't really affect my life all too much it's just kind of a little bit bizarre um and I feel like that contributed the tilted floor contributed to the Christmas tree tilt as well um granted my rent is lower than other people's for a house of a certain degree of facility so I really can't complain all that much um but yeah okay anyway so I'm thinking about the surfaces where I can set this new Christmas tree, right? Because once I get it, I want to be able to have it on display. I want to be able to see it and use it on a daily basis. I have three candidates. So one is my side table, which is where I have my drinks, my food, and my candles, um, any kind of like little knickknacks. Um, and then on my the next candidate is my bedside. It's not a bedside table, but it's kind of like a bedside drawer drawer unit a lot of my things in my room honestly are a hodgepodge of things and they don't really fully belong to me like my laundry basket was left behind by a previous tenant so was this draw set so were like a lot of the lamps it's just kind of you know you know if you're a college student or if you're a boarder somewhere you know you know how it goes um but yeah so on this counter I could but the problem is I have books stacked on it I could move those books but then I still have nail polish. It's kind of like my decor piece on that um, drawer set. That also doubles as nail polish, you know. Um, and then I have my um, pillow spray, or I think that's what it's called. Let me check. So this is called a mood mist. Um, it was something that was so sort of gifted, kind of. Um, it's very satisfying it smells satisfying I don't know it smells clean and I have that on my bedside sort of uh drawer unit slash table I suppose 
Um, but putting it there seemed a little hazardous just because it's not right in front of my eyes as I'm working and I would be a tad bit worried. Um, I, if you know me, you know that I have a tendency to make kitchens catch on file, fire and while that doesn't apply to other elements of life, I just want to be extra, extra careful, you know, when I can. Um, and I don't want to like have it on and fall asleep or something like that. So, and then my last candidate was my, uh, again, a double purpose serving seat, very minimalist, you know, um, but I have this, uh, very, very cheap, um, I don't know what's called, I guess it's a bookshelf that doubles as my gift bag and gift wrapping holder, bookshelf, stationary holder, and water supply holder i i have a tendency to like whenever i get a plastic bottle at an event or something i save it forever because um i come from japan which is where we have a lot of earthquakes and so my parents always tell me you need to stock up on food you need to stock up on water you need to like those things and actually as a young kid ooh, this is kind of a fun fact that's coming out um but i was very interested in um earthquake uh, preparation so that means like having a food stock having an appropriate amount of food stock that will last and can be edible in certain scenarios having like the right first aid kit having like the right earthquake related materials like cardboard newspaper tape um like porta potty type things like everything like that um and i was very into that preparation process i was a strange kid definitely very much so. I like one of the first things I bought with my allowance was a book about earthquake prevention made for kids. But I don't think the authors anticipated that any kid would derive so much value from it. I read it like that's one book that I've read like four times or so, probably. Anyway, aside from talking about how weird I am, um, I that's the reason why I have like an awkward stash of like different sized water bottles, um, in my bookshelf is because I am always that prepared kid. Um, on top of that shelf, I have my makeup, I have my hand sanitizer, kind of COVID-related things, masks, hair accessories, daily sort of skincare-related products. It's a really cluttered surface, and the part of the reason why it's really cluttered, though, I do have to give myself credit because um, it's because I'm trying to go through samples, um, and I also have gone through, like, free exchange um, programs, I suppose you can call them, um, and they're items that I'm trying to get through while because they are not the freshest i suppose and there's some items that i'm debating decluttering like there's a certain blush that i'm not a huge fan of um and i'm trying to decide what to do with them um i have a two-week-old carnation in um in a vase or vase and they're they're going they're not going very strong anymore they were going strong for a good while though so i applaud them for their courage and are they going on the third week no i think it's the second week but i'm not super sure either way they're going and i applaud them but they take up a lot of space for sure so i guess the christmas tree could out of all those surfaces as you can tell i don't have i have a lot going on and not much space so oh by the way on the makeup stand slash bookshelf um i have a frisbee with my high school logo on it because i didn't i didn't just get this for myself i got this for my cousin because she's athletic but I forgot that, like, you know, discrimination is a thing. And, well, I mean, it's not really just discrimination, but it's, like, I don't get it. But basically, her um, her father didn't is not a huge fan of her doing more athletic things because she's a girl. And also because, granted, in Japan, we don't really have a space to throw around a frisbee if you live in the city. And she lives in Tokyo, unlike me, who is a suburb girl. So they gave it back to me. 
and that was kind of awkward um because I didn't know what to do with it because even in the suburbs like it's kind of hard to find space to throw around a frisbee because frisbees fly far um so I brought it back to the U.S. um and now it's my you guessed it well you probably didn't but you know it's very me it's my Santa hat holder so it like awkwardly has a Santa hat on it so it's kind of like a little ball of like circular white like snow themed thing with a Santa hat you know what I mean it's tilted, does not stand straight, this room is not straight, there's nothing I can do about it, but yeah, um, and that's that, uh, so a lot of school spirit, and, and my school color for high school was red, and I think black was also it, but either way, red, what, we were, like, the big red, blah, blah, so, um, yes, that probably gives away my high school as well, but that's fine, um, and so, I have those two, like the flower and the Santa hat on the frisbee are my two decor pieces on that surface. So I guess I could replace those with the Christmas tree um, tea light holder, tea candle holder. Um, but then I was like, if I'm going to need to do so much maneuvering at that point, like, am I really adding value to my life or am I placing in a certain possible stressor? I mean, it's kind of both. And that's why I'm still kind of debating. And I'm also hoping that the closer it gets to Christmas, the cheaper it will become maybe it'll go on clearance or something um but I mean it's also possible that it'll sell out I think it was from Wayfair and it was so beautiful but um I don't know so I'm kind of leaving it up to fate to a certain extent um and also I'm trying to kind of stave off and as you can tell I'm very materialistic as in you know I'm of course I mean not that anyone thought otherwise but like I'm your run-of-a-mill human um I love things I love pretty things I love things that again uh helps with any of the being hungry uh cold and what was it I think it was lonely or like no it's not bored because I'm never bored but yeah um so I I feel like it helps with that um and anything that does makes me happy I mean I I would imagine it makes a lot of people happy um and so so it's a little hard but I find in that kind of a joy and that's where also minimalism to me is meaningful as well it's well it's not why it's meaningful it's why it's fun is it helps me make these decisions that I think is making my life better um, and for me, having a sense of control in, okay, this is gonna sound a little freaky, but you know Monica from Friends? If you've never watched Friends, well, hmm, if you think you're not the type to get into sitcoms, you're gonna probably love it. If you think you are the type to love sitcoms, you're probably gonna love it. Um, I don't know, I never thought I would be into sitcoms, but it was a fantastic show, and I think for me, primarily, because I could see myself in Monica a lot, and Monica is not really a character that usually is portrayed in such kind of a full way like usually if there is a monica type in a show they're shown as a control freak you know that straight a girl usually it's a bossy woman like that kind of type and that's kind of more monica's portrayal as well but also you see the human side of her you see her breakdown you see her being in relationships um and you see her loving people and being loved as well um so that's what i really liked about the show and the reason why i'm harping on about friends on a minimalist podcast is because um, I really appreciate being able to know what's coming in life. Um, I think because I've made choices like being an international student, that really lurches me into circumstances where I don't know what's coming. Um, I've taken on leadership positions that put me in kind of similar circumstances as well. And I'm really grateful for those opportunities, but also ways in which I can make life simpler and easier to sort of anticipate I like doing. Um, 
And one of this is decluttering because if I have less clutter, I have less things that draw my attention and stress me out.、Um, and I really appreciate, appreciate having that sort of mental space to kind of move around, you know.、Um, I'm a very clutzy per- person, so I flail around just like on a daily basis for no reason. Um, I really don't know why, like, other people seem to be able to comport their limbs in a way that makes logical sense, and I don't.、Um, but it's just how I am. And as a person like that, and maybe you can relate, like, maybe you don't flail around your limbs so much, but maybe, maybe there are some aspects of your life that come into collision. Um, whether it's like, you know, commitments, it could be something that's more time centered, and I think that happens a lot as well. Maybe you're sharing a room with your roommate and there's just not enough space to put things.、Um, maybe, I don't know, maybe you live in a house of 10 people.、Uh, maybe you're going home for Thanksgiving and you're wondering, okay, but where do I put all these clothes that I just acquired that do not fit in my closet? Well, That's when decluttering comes in, and that's when minimalism comes in. In all this, I just want to kind of, you know, cap it off with the acknowledgement towards sustainability.、Um, not something that everyone needs to think about all the time. Well, okay, our earth would probably want everyone to think about this all the time. Let's acknowledge that. But、um, I don't think that I'm able to think about it all the time. And there are plenty of decisions that I make,、um, especially from the scarcity mindset that I've mentioned a couple of times that I think that. I'm very, very driven by as well, aside from the control freak side,、um, that I think really informed my decision making process. So I find it really hard in certain scenarios to refuse things or to not take something that is being offered to me, also because of my culture and upbringing as well. So I'm not saying that, you know, anyone, I, or I'm not, I, I'm in no position to tell anyone or to ask anyone to sort of. Approach this all from a sustainability mindset. If you're decluttering something, to always upcycle it to make a next use out of it. Or I would never condemn anyone for any of those, obviously, because it would be hypocritical because I can't do that either. But making incremental changes in the things that you do declutter, say, not purchasing things, as people say. And I think、uh, Shelby from, I think her YouTube handle was Shelbreeze、um, or something like that.、Um, She always says not buying anything is the best way to be a minimalist. So does、uh, Sedona Christina as well on YouTube and Insta.、Um, so, quoting them for sure, not buying anything is a minimalist thing. But also, I want to acknowledge that wanting to buy things is very normal. And especially if you live in like the US, the desire for that is so much stronger, I think, than when I was in Japan, even as the same person. So if you're someone who's raised here, obviously you're raised with the mindset of acquiring things and appreciating them. And that's not, appreciating things is not a bad thing. It's just making incremental changes to be more sustainable and more mindful of what you bring into your space, I think is a great change that you can make into your life to make you feel better, to make the earth Breathe lighter. I was kind of going for like a gradual metaphor that accelerates into something grand, but I think I jumped the gun a little too fast. So I'm going to stop there. Thank you so much for listening to this episode on what to do when you have that draw、um, or desire or whatever you want to call it, pull, I guess. And yeah, I hope this was helpful or interesting or funny. I don't think I'm a funny person, but I make myself laugh. So I hope it makes you laugh too a little bit,、um, if anything, or if nothing else, rather.、Um, I hope you have a great day, great evening, great morning.、Um, I can't wait to talk to you again, again, if you are willing to follow or check up on me. Ooh, okay, 
just one quick last thing. I don't know when this episode is coming out, but I have made an Instagram. It's called minimal underscore moves. Exactly what this podcast is named. Um, if you will give me a follow, um, if I know you or if you're in the minimalist space, I'll definitely follow back. Um, because of obviously my identity, I don't always follow people back, but that's by no means like a judgment on your account or anything like that. It's just for like safety and whatever reasons. Um, not saying that, you know, yeah, you, you get what I'm talking about. I'm sure, um, common in internet protocol, but please feel free to follow. It's a very public account. Um, and I'm experimenting with it. I don't really know what I want to do with it. I'll be adding more content over the winter. So that would be between like December 23rd ish through, um, end of January. I'll be working a little bit more on that. But with that, I can't wait to talk to you again. Um, I think I already said that, but I blabber too much. Um, and yeah, I'll see you then. See you later, Minimal Moves.